Hello, bro. Hello, bro. How you doing? I am well, and yourself? I'm good. Uh, for those of you at home who are listening, uh, John is in his car, so uh, I'm not sure about our audio quality, but um, we never know if John's going to have anything we want to hear anyway, right? That's true. So, so John, I'm going. I'm going to start with the good news, and, and then we're going to get to the analysis here. Uh, your Cubs swept the Dodgers this week. Yeah, that's pretty amazing, isn't it? Exactly, John. I thought the Dodgers had the best team that Major League Baseball Wait. had ever seen. Didn't we get beat on? We got beat one the first game, didn't we? That Hendricks pitched. Uh, I, 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 they, they were saying this morning that, uh, that the, the Cubs swept. So if the people on the radio are wrong, I don't know what to tell you, John. Okay. I might've misread the box score. Okay. Uh, seven to one on Tuesday. That was the one I thought they got beat, even though I thought Hendricks only gave up one through seven innings, but then I, I, for some reason I thought the. No, that was the first game of the doubleheader. They won seven to one, and then beat them four to three, and then came back on Wednesday uh, with a uh, six to five in eleven innings. So, three game sweep of the Dodgers, the best team in baseball has ever seen. In the history of baseball. Right. Got whooped by the team that was how many games under five hundred. Three games under 500? Oh, well, you know, I I thought they were 300 games under 500, but what do I know, right? <laughs> that's just that's just my wishing, yes. Well, it didn't exactly get the Cubs back in the central race, but... Uh, <laughs> they're still in last, aren't they? No, no, they're they're tied for, if you want to call it tied for third, you, you could say they're tied for third, two and a half games back, okay. yeah. So, so one game under 500. But the you know the point of talking about this isn't to talk about the Cubs. It's to say what happened to the Dodgers. You know the Dodgers. Dodgers are in third place too. Two games over 500. Yeah, they're they're struggling a little bit to start the season. But I think you know it is still very very early, and they'll they'll get well. They're in trouble losing May for the year with. Tommy John, and he was just kind of getting going, so they, they might be in more issues than uh, there than they might be able to handle. Uh, well, I, I don't know. It's worth talking about. Uh, they've had a lot of guys injured, and uh, I, I what's his name? Gosmer is supposed to be back to fill that fifth slot in the rotation, and he might be the best number five in, in baseball, which is why everybody thinks they're so grand, but uh, yeah, they got they got a dogfight in their division, and they're they're kind of struggling to put the pieces together. They get a good pitching performance, and no hitting, and then you know they hit a little bit, and you know how it goes. Yeah, back and forth. So that's that's kind of that's kind of our baseball talk, uh, unless we want to talk about whether Tony Larusa at age seventy six can't manage anymore, but. That would probably not be a nice thing to talk about the old guy that way, right? Yeah, poor old guy. Yeah, well, I don't know. Did you did you see the headline that he admitted after yesterday's game that he didn't know the rules and uh, and uh, and yeah. mishandled the uh, 
the extra innings yesterday. Yeah, so. Uh, that's not. That's not good. That, no, that's no. He's yeah. Uh, I have not been impressed as I've watched their games with uh, uh, his handling of of the team and uh, and the pitching staff and everything. So uh, it's been kind of a disappointment. Of course, the teams. Well, I can't say they're a di- they're they're not really a disappointment. They're only half a game out of first place at this point, but uh, you know. They've been really beat up, and uh, you know they they lost a star center fielder this week for, you know they say twelve to sixteen weeks, dude. Twelve to sixteen weeks. Why don't you say it's a season, man? You know. Yeah, four months. Yeah. Well, you know. That's a long time. Sixteen weeks. Uh, you know, if you count it down, is sometime in September he might be back and. You know, as everybody points out, you come back in September, they'll only let you play if they're still in the race, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, so he uh, he hasn't impressed, and uh, they've really needed somebody who could pick up a few games uh, by uh, being a great manager. And, you know, he's already in the Hall of Fame. I don't know if he uh, what he does after that, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. Hey, hey. Does it really tarnish his legacy? Uh, no, he just looks like another guy who's old and dumb, and dumb enough to try it again, like so many others have, right? Yeah. Why? Why is baseball like that? Why is baseball? I thought it was true of almost every sport, John. With the coaches? Oh. I mean, yeah. There's, there is some old, old coaches, in, in, I guess in uh, the NFL too. But I, 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 I was, I was thinking even players, John. You know, somebody yeah, like, uh, you know, uh, 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 Michael Jordan, for instance. Why did Michael Jordan come back uh, for a year with the uh, Hornets, right, or the Wizards? Sorry, the Wizards. Yeah. You know what? What was that about? But anyway, well, we we like we. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Get you uh, get that far. You you got something in you that that drives you more than you and I. I think are probably driven, huh, John? Yeah, you take a year off or two years off, and all of a sudden you're like, man, I feel really good. I feel like I can I can play again. All right. Jordan didn't suck. That it was like two years he played with the Wizards, didn't he? Oh uh, well. He wasn't. He wasn't awful. He wasn't Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's kind of like Larusa, you know. Yeah. He's been a Hall of Fame manager. He may not suck. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, compared to some other guys, but uh, he compares to the guy who's in the Hall of Fame. So. Yeah. Right. So. Fair point. Fair point. Hey, 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 John. Uh, the other big news in baseball. I don't know if you saw it today. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I, I. Where is my? Isn't there a button someplace to turn it off while I do them? Yeah, where's the dump button? Yeah, well, okay, maybe that's the last one. Uh, the big news I think today in baseball is uh, the Angels are uh, have uh, put Albert Pujols on the uh, uh, to be assigned uh, list. Speaking of hall, hall, hall. Hall of, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, former Cardinals, yeah. Oh, 
Hall of Fame and washed up. Well, uh, when when they're talking about uh, letting you walk, uh, John, for nothing, uh, yeah, I think I think it's begin begins to look like washed up, right? That was such a crazy contract when they signed it. I mean, he was like, when he, he was already like 35 years old. They signed a 10-year contract with him. It was, that was, I was like, he's got to be 45 years old by the time this contract's up. John, John, John. He was 31. He's 41 now. Last year of the contract. Yeah. He's old. Well... Yeah, the number of 41-year-olds who uh, are worth the money they're paying him is uh, pretty short, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, almost non-existent. So, um, there you go. So, uh, Albert Pujols is... Uh, oh, wait, but is he really only 41? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, that, that is what the news stories have said all day, John. And and I'm not in a position to to uh, you know verify or deny. So yeah, they're thinking more like uh, there's at least a two or three year fudge in there, maybe more. Okay. There's also uh, to to talk about his contract a second. Uh, he also has a ten year personal services contract with the Angels after he's done playing. So. Yeah, well, it means you get to sit in an office and do nothing, I think, John. Oh, pretty much kind of a lot like what you do, isn't it? No, not, no, not really. Uh, I, I don't get to play golf with the boss regularly uh, for on a good golf course for free, so no. Okay. But, but uh, nice shot, though. Yeah, I'm ducking that Thank one. Thank you. Okay. Uh, John, there are pictures out of the... Uh, <clears throat> new Game of Thrones uh, show on HBO. Yeah, I've, I've heard rumblings. Have you heard rumblings? Yeah. It's a spinoff, right? Uh, it, it is a prequel. It's, um, and this is, it has nothing to do with um, George uh, R. No, I don't think George, I don't, I don't think George R.R.'s series goes back this far. This is couple generations before the uh, Game of Thrones storyline starts with the Targaryens and, and there will be dragons and uh, lots of people with blonde hair, flowing blonde hair. Oh. Pale, flowing blonde hair. Yeah. So, uh, uh, are you going to get pumped up, you think? I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to get pumped up. You know, today's um, entertainment industry, you know, nobody can really come up with anything original. It's all just remakes and spinoffs and and redos of, of things. So it, it's kind of hard to get excited. Okay. Uh, especially, especially if it's from the same writers that wrote the last season of of uh, Game of Thrones. Then I'm really not going to get excited about it. Hmm. Okay. So. Uh, speaking speaking of spinoffs, it's May the sixth, John. Uh, May May the fourth. It seems Disney came out with a lightsaber. I see that. Yeah. Is it on your Christmas list? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's, it's hard to generate excitement on the other end of the line today. Hey, hey, John, what did you think of that uh, horse race on Saturday? 
I did not watch it. John, you know. I really, I know. You're, I'm you, right? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're not supposed to, I, I mean, uh, I've often suspected you don't watch a lot of things you talk about, John, but you're not supposed to just come right out and say that. It's a real conversation killer. So, well, John, if you if you went back and listened to our podcast last week, I, I said the one thing horses don't do is go to the front early and hold on and win. And that's exactly what happened, right? That's exactly what happened, yes. Uh, Medina Spirit went to the front very early on the first straight and uh held the lead the whole way and uh uh, they came at him and uh he held on and uh he won the derby and uh all the money and bob baffert won his seventh derby which is a record and uh the rider won his fourth which is almost a record and uh off we go next week to baltimore so is he gonna run it all right I, I, that's what I've seen that Baffert claimed right off the bat. He looked good the next day and thought he would be good. And, you know, uh, a front runner like that in a shorter race, uh, you would think, uh, would look pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. But there hasn't, am I mistaken? There has been a couple of fairly decent names that have dropped. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly, I think essential quality who was a favorite, uh, has said they're aiming at the Belmont. So, uh, everybody always talks like the Preakness is so much shorter and it's more of a speed race. Uh, and a couple horses uh, ducked the Derby. Oh, well, strategically did not run in the Derby. Uh, maybe to be able to run with the smaller field on the shorter course uh, here, here next week. So, I know, I know the one, two uh, big names will be Concert Tour and Caddo River, uh, both of whom uh, are supposed to be not, uh, not latecomers, but early speed kind of horses. So we'll, we'll see how that works out. So, uh, but it's, it's interesting. You know, there's a great story about M- Medina and uh, Spirit. Um, as a one-year-old, a yearling, uh, uh, the woman bought him for a, a thousand dollars, John. So no way. And a, as a two-year-old, uh, resold for thirty-five thousand. So, in the in a world of big money, uh, big money horses, uh, you know, he's small change. And as the story goes, and you know, kind of like Albert Pujols, I wasn't there either. But the story goes that uh, the woman bought him for a thousand. Just because the auctioneer just begs somebody to put a bid in, so, uh, so there you go. Wow. It, it, I it can't tell when they're a yearling uh, what they're going to be when they grow up. So, uh. makes you wonder how many uh, people are going to waste yeah. money next year buying horses for a thousand dollars. Well, yeah. <laughs> how many people are going to go deep thinking that they've got a sixth round draft pick that's going to be a star, right? Exactly. And, and invest in them. Yeah. Well, good for them. You know, so, get out your wallet, right, John? Yeah. So she sold it for thirty for thirty five, made a thirty four thousand dollar profit, and well, then now that he's won the uh, well, Derby, I think I think his part of the purse of the Derby right. was one point eight million. So not a bad investment. Not a bad investment. But you say that about. Thirty-four thousand dollars, John. You know you gotta you gotta take care of the horse for a year. Yeah, I mean there's a lot more expenses. Than just I got I, the horse. 
By the way, I, I was I was laughed at in, in my car uh, as uh, your sister listened to last week's podcast. As I said, uh, you got to pay for straw, and she just she said you're just such a yeah. She did not think she did not think straw was where I should have gone in terms yeah, of that, well, but. They, they don't eat straw, nor do they probably lay in straw or spec high quality. Well, hey. right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I straw straw was the best I came up with at the time. If you if you want me to think about it about exactly what they're eating, and and, and uh, how many uh, artificial ingredients are in the bucket that they hand them. Uh, I, I could probably do that for you, but it would probably bore yeah. us even more. Okay. So, okay. Our, our John, um, NBA heating up a little more? NBA is definitely uh, entertaining. LeBron is now the one uh, crying about the play-in tournament because his uh, Lakers are sitting on the, uh, the cusp of being in it. Right, yeah. Well, you know, you know what they say about this, and I, I, I hear this all the time. Uh, gee, win a game or two, right? Yeah, they have not, they have not played well of recent, recent, uh, well, recently at all. And this is, you know, one of the great mysteries of the NBA uh, is uh, every year all these teams pretty much shuffle the deck, right, John? And then, yeah. and then guys don't play every game, and people get hurt and everything. You, it's just kind of hard to get a cohesive team together uh, on short notice. So uh, uh, that's why you need twenty games or so with everybody together to, you know, make things yeah, work. Yeah. yeah, and you know he's only he's only been back what three games now or something. Yeah, they won any of them. Uh, I I don't I don't know, but you know. And, and and AD only came back the week before LeBron did. So, you know, you haven't had the two stars on the court with whoever the other three guys are going to play with most of the time for a handful of games here. So, yeah. Get, get, get. Yeah, I think they were actually better. I mean, they were they had a better winning percentage there for the, that stretch of games when both of them were out. Whoa. Yeah, well, they're th- they're three and seven in the last ten. They won their last game, but they're only they're they're tied with Dallas for fifth, uh, half game ahead of Portland for what would be, you know, if Portland gets ahead of them. They're in the seventh slot then. Yeah, and, and Dallas plays tonight to take a potentially a half game lead, and Dallas does have, believe it or not, the tiebreaker against them because they are leading the season series against. Well, I don't. I don't think. I don't think they're worried about Dallas so much as they're worried about Portland getting ahead of them. I, I mean, we talked about. It. I think they're all right if they end up sixth. But not if you're sixth. Six, seven. Oh yeah, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, sorry. Yeah, you've ranted enough times about this. It's seven versus eight, and eight, nine versus ten. Correct. Right. Sorry. Which you you've said you don't understand, but that's okay. Well, and then doesn't the ten have to play the or the winner of each of those games play each 
each other again for the final spot. The winner of each of those games play each other for one more game. No. For the final spot in the playoffs. Is that right or no? No. I, no, no, you'll be down to eight. The, okay. the winner of the 9-10 series gets to play against whoever ends up number one, which is kind of endowed okay. in both both uh, divisions or both conferences at this point. So, And by the way, you know, last week you poo-pooed me about, about the uh, 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 Milwaukee, and uh, I, uh, you know, they've come on pretty strong here. I don't know what the hell I've just done uh, on ESPN. Oh, yeah, Milwaukee is only a game behind Brooklyn. Yeah. And three games back. I didn't exactly who you. I told you they were in the they were fourth. They had they had a spot locked. No, they're in th- they're in third. Yeah, but last week they were in fourth. No, there's no way. They're five games up on the Knicks. Okay. But anyway, so uh, yeah, the NBA. Could get, as you said, could get interesting, uh, even despite how much you don't like these uh, seven through ten play-in thing scenario. But uh, and, and to watch those teams all win and get crushed, then uh, in the next round is kind of like, why did we go through all this? Kind of, yeah. In the NBA rarely does, you know, the NBA is not the NHL. You know, the one seeds. Rarely, I don't know when the last time the one seed got beat first round playoffs. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm hard pressed. Yes, I, I think, I think I remember it happening, but I couldn't tell you who, who or where it was. But it doesn't happen. It happens about as often as a 64 beats a one in the NCAA. True. Yeah. So. All right, Jono. Um, I, I, I don't. We haven't talked about this. You kind of floated it at me. Uh, we haven't talked on the air. Uh, we watched the Wandavision. Yes. And actually, almost liked it. Uh, oh, just almost. Well, I thought it was pretty good until the last uh, few episodes. Let's say two. Where it really became a kind of an Avengers movie with boom, 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 boom. You know, they dropped the whole. They dropped the whole. We're doing a sitcom premise, and and it just became, you know, who 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 are we going kill or almost kill, and now are they going to come back and and keep a couple episodes going, but th- this, uh, yeah, you had to drop the premise because you know she was created the alternate universe. Vision is dead. So, I mean, you couldn't just run a series where she lives in this fantasy world forever because she is an actual Avenger. She becomes Scarlet Witch in this, so it kind of really tied everything in and ended a, a, you know, a a, uh, time loop issue with the Avengers slash um, X-Men issue. FYI. Yeah, I, I thank you for that, John. I I have no idea what you, most of what you just said uh, meant, but you started with uh, they had to do that, and I'm like, I could have sworn there have been many seasons of sitcoms that sustained the sitcom thing uh, o- over television history, John. I I do not know why 
in whatever it was, eight episodes, they couldn't just keep it going. Well, it's because they're setting up the future of the MCU. That's the whole purpose of WandaVision and the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier series. Wow. I, I, I'm okay. I'm glad to know that now. So I, I guess my, my thoughts on what season two of WandaVision will look like is going to be kind of... There, there will not be a season two of WandaVision. There will not be a season two of WandaVision, even though it was the biggest thing Netflix has ever had. Or maybe se- second only to the Bridgertons, of course. WandaVision isn't on Netflix. It's on Disney+. Plus. Oh, it's the biggest thing Disney Plus is... No, that won't be true either. Okay, so, 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 John. Speaking of Bridgertons, I don't know how I did that beautiful segue. It was excellent. Uh, do, do you know that you you heard that the Duke, who was the big breakout star of uh, season one, isn't back for season two? He is not. No, he's not. They're going to recast him, I guess. Why would? Uh, you want me to make up? You want me to make up an answer, or, or what? I, mean, I don't. I mean, I haven't read anything, I, and I just this is news to me, as, as you can tell. So, was he not uh, asked to come back? As 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 so much of this podcast has been, John. Uh, um, he uh, he did not want to come back. Uh, it seems, uh, and according to the. Uh, PR, uh, they offered him more money than anybody else on the show uh, to come back. But you you know that season two, he's only a minor character because the way the books work, uh, they focus on the romance of a different sibling each book. Oh, so they're just kind of afterthought. Yeah, uh, what, what was her name? Daphne? Daphne and he... Will, will kind of be very much background characters while her, I think it's her oldest brother is the focus of uh, the next the one, season. The, the one that doesn't want to be a debutante? The one that wants to be a, a, a smooth? No, no. Okay. I, I, think, I think the next season's about the one who is a duke. Who's the duke. Or, or whatever he is. Oh, the, what, the, the, okay, old, the, the oldest brother, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Point point is, uh, Renee, what's his name, who is a, a an unknown and became a big hit when the series came out, decided he could he had other things he'd rather be doing, and he won't be back. And there, there were sighs in my living room about the news. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm I probably your sign too. So, uh, yeah, well. th- there there you go. So. Uh, Cover, covering a lot of territory there, uh, our, our TV and and so forth news. So, there yeah. you go. By the way, uh, for the record, before it, we get too far off the uh, MCU, yeah. Captain, yeah. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is, is excellent, but it is a much more of a an Avengers-type show. There's a lot of action in it, just so you know. I, I, I very much understood that, yes, and... You actually sold me on WandaVision by telling me it wasn't. So, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and yeah, WandaVision, I thought, I thought, to go back to WandaVision, uh, yeah, it was very clever the first several episodes. Particularly the, fir- the first one where it's clearly is just like a Dick Van Dyke episode. So, 
much. Yeah. yeah, they did a good job, I thought, of emulating the, uh, the series that they were trying to portray. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought they did, too. Um, yeah. So... Well, John, uh, it's uh, we've only uh, used 28 minutes, and uh, there hasn't been a lot to really cover in terms of really juicy stuff. But we will next week. Albert Pujols will be a Cub, and uh, it'll give us something to talk about, huh? Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. That would be great. Yeah. You, you've got a, got a spare slot in the on the on the team. Yeah, I'm sure we need a bat boy. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Okay. So, well, well, John, uh, I, guess, I guess I can say out loud, uh, congratulations on the new job, and uh, I, I, I hope your first week's been going well. Thank you. I appreciate it. The first week has been, uh, has been going very well. It's been a lot of information to uh, my tiny brain to cal- calculate, yeah. but uh, it's been a lot of fun, and, and as you said, it's still the honeymoon phase. Yes, and yes, and and in what could be an episode of Wandavision, John, you, I understand you have to go home and uh, put together a PowerPoint. I do. Yeah, I, I mean that that's you know that's like tripping over the uh, the uh, what what no, it's a it's a uh, it's a stool, but the you know Ottoman. Ottoman. I think Ottoman. Ottoman. Is, Ottoman is the word that, that I was looking for. Yes. So yes, it's the, uh, the the metaphorical ottoman you need to avoid tripping over at home now, John. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, you have a good one. Good luck with that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yep. You have a good evening. And uh, I'll talk to you next week. Uh, I'll be podcasting from uh, Galveston, Texas. Yes, you will. Down there in the beautiful. Now, don't be mean. <laughs> Okay, let, let me just point out to everybody who listens and remind you, John, you, you have dissed, I don't know how many different places on this podcast. And, uh, you know, I, I'm glad we don't have a larger audience because there'd be people hunting you down in a whole series of cities, uh, starting, start, starting with, I think, every city in Oklahoma. So uh, it's uh, it, the entire state of Oklahoma. Yeah, I, there you go. All right. So, and that, now you're now you're about to do something uh, dirty to Galveston. So, um, all right, John. I hope it is as beautiful as everybody says that it is. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, I I that sounded like it was dripping with irony, but thank you, John, and uh, you have a good one, bro. All right, bro. You too. Take okay. Care. Okay. Take care. Bye. <laughs>